Hello there, friends. This is Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And we are going to be talking about today, when is the latest player available on the draft board that offers your team top 100 value in each of the key fantasy positions? Quarterback, tight end, running back, and wide receiver. You're going to see that there is a massive discrepancy between these positions and when you can get those players. So you definitely want to check it out. Here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, starring the guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship, Jimmy Maverick. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And before we begin today, I just want to remind you to please hit that like button. Share this with your friends, leave a comment, and of course, subscribe. I do appreciate any of that you do there. And if you want to talk about any of these players down below, leave a comment. Let me know, and we can talk further about it. But uh, today, what we are going to talk about is who are the latest players with top 100 value in each of the key fantasy positions. So quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. How late can you get a top 100 value player? And you will see that there is a gigantic spread uh, between these different positions as to when the, the top 100th value player comes off the board. And so let's start out, we'll talk about the running backs first. And this running back is one that I'm trying to get in every single draft I do. I just think he's going to be an absolutely solid flex play for your fantasy team. I love where he's going in the draft. Uh, but the last running back with top 100 value that you can get is Kenyon Drake, and he's currently going at pick number 94. Now, part of the reason why I like it is because um, here, here's what he's projected at. He's projected to get 130, excuse me, 134 touches for 546 yards and four touchdowns rushing, and then also 55 catches for 410 yards and two touchdowns receiving on 79 targets. That's over 200 touches and targets. And it makes him the 82nd most valuable player all around. Uh, now, I, I, Kenyon Drake was signed to a two-year, $11 million contract in the offseason. And I really think this is because that uh, the Las Vegas Raiders tried to turn Josh Jacobs into a pass-catching running back, and it just didn't work. So they need to bring in someone like Kenyon Drake to take over that role of the offense. So he's going to have a sizable role in this offense. Third down guy, change of pace guy, obvious passing down guy. That's when you're going to see Kenyon Drake on there. It's going to be different than his role last year in Arizona. But really, last year in Arizona was kind of an anomaly for what Kenyon Drake does. Um, in 2018 and 2019, Kenyon Drake got 68 targets and 73 targets. In 2020, he got like 35 targets. So that was very atypical for him. But I think a lot of people are thinking that that's what he's going to do from now on. But really, he's not. He's not going to be the lead back in Las Vegas like he was in Arizona. So um, I, I think it's going to bounce back very strongly this year. As, you, as I already said, he's projected with 79 targets. This is a team that lacks pass-catching players. Obviously, Darren Waller is the number one on this team. Anytime your tight end is the number one receiver, you know you're not passing the ball a lot. So um, there's plenty of opportunity for him to get a, a nice large share of the target offense. And I don't expect the Vegas, uh, Vegas Raiders to be very good this year. I think they're going to be playing from behind a lot. That opens the opportunity for Kenyon Drake. And, and, and 
I think he's going to be a very consistent option, a great flex play during the season. And the fact that you can get him in the seventh or eighth round, I think is perfect. That is, that is a perfect place to get him. Uh, you, you get about a round of value by taking him there. And uh, I, I think that uh, it's going to be a very good season for him. So, so he is... So he is the latest player, the latest running back that can give you top 100 value. Once you get past pick 94, there's no top 100 value running backs left. And actually, uh, what you'll see is there's plenty of running backs in the top 100 players that do not offer top 100 player value. And that's important to know and to understand when you're playing the game. And depending on how your league scores points, that makes a big difference. Um, in standard points leagues, a lot of, there's going to be a lot more running backs with top 100 value. In PPR leagues, there's going to be a lot less. This is half PPR, so it's kind of in the middle. But let's move on to wide receivers. And this is why I want to I want to just show you the differential between running backs and wide receivers. Now, for, for wide receivers, the last top 100 player that you can get off the draft board is Cole Beasley, uh, the wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. He is currently going at ADP 133, and his value rank is 99th. Um, I have him projected with 106 targets going 73 for 840 yards and five touchdowns. That gives us about 150 and a half uh, points in half PPR. And basically, he offers tremendous value at this point. When we're talking at pick 133, that's the 11th round. And um, you're getting nearly three rounds of value by selecting Cole Beasley. Now, my problem with Cole Beasley, and I, I don't have him ranked very well on my outlook right now, and the main reason is because the guy is acting like a guy that wants to be cut. Um, and there are rumors that he is on the roster bubble anyway. You know, Josh Allen's going to get a big payday this, this year. Um, they need to make room on the salary cap space to make that happen. Chances are it's going to be the second largest quarterback contract behind Patrick Mahomes is what they're expecting Allen to get. So they need to make some cap room. Cole Beasley, I think his contract is like seven and a half or $8 million a year. And I do believe this is the last year of his contract. I should have looked this up. I apologize. Uh, I think it's the last year of his contract as well. So if they cut him, it's not going to cause much dead cap. And uh, it frees up that $8 million to give to Josh Allen. Um, I also have been very big on Gabriel Davis on this team, who I call a poor man's A.J. Brown, um, because he's a remarkably efficient, great yards per catch. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, anyway, uh, so so Beasley to me is very risky. But just the fact that you can wait till the 11th round and still get a top 100 value player in fantasy it is amazing. And, and really, uh, overall, he's the last top 100 value player available in any position <laughs> at this point. Uh, but for me, he's very risky. For, for me, I am going to be taking Gabriel Davis as many times as I can because I really like the upside of, of that young player versus someone like Beasley who is always, he's never really been a fantasy relevant player. He's always like right on the bubble. He'll have some good weeks. Uh, but for the most part, his volume and his production are wide receiver four. And so he's a guy that you can never really confidently start. He's not very consistent. He's very reliable though. Um, he seems to be like a better player for like daily fantasy. Those are the kind of players I like to take for daily fantasy are the, are, are the, uh, 
the consistent, the inconsistent players are better for that. Um, also, better player for best ball, although the threat of this cut makes me not want to take him in, base, in best ball. But um, that's where we're at. Now, the diametric opposite, the shallowest position in fantasy football is the tight end position. And if you want a top 100 value tight end, your latest option is Kyle Pitts at pick number 63. So an early sixth round pick. Um, right now, I have Kyle Pitts projected with 109 targets, going 74 catches for 856 yards and six touchdowns. I think that's a very generous projection as it would make him the best rookie tight end of all time with those kind of stats. And, and um, But that value rank is not that good. I, I mean, that value is not even what what Cole Beasley is projected to get. Well, I, I, yeah, it is. It's a little bit better than Beasley. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. But his value rank, Kyle Pitts' value rank is 83rd. So you're going to get two rounds of negative value more like a round and a half, a round and a half of negative value by selecting Kyle Pitts for your fantasy team. Unfortunately, the whole position is like this. It is filled with players with negative value in standard points, in PPR, and in half PPR. It's all the same. The only time that that you find good value players is if you have a tight end premium league where you get one and a half points per catch uh, as opposed to you know just one point for everyone else. Um, in those kind of leagues, the tight ends are much more valuable and there's much more in the top 100 value players. Uh, but this is what you're typically going to see. It's Kyle Pitts. The sixth tight end off the board is the last tight end offering top 100 value. Every other tight end after Kyle Pitts is worse. <laughs> Not even top 100 value. Um, the, the number seven tight end is less valuable than the... Than Cole Beasley, who is the 45th most valuable wide receiver. So there you go. That, that's just, that's what you have to deal with when you're dealing with tight ends. And that's why I'm going for a premium tight end, top three option, uh, Kittle, Kelsey, Waller. Those are the guys I want to get in every league I'm playing in and leave, let someone else take Kyle Pitts. Let, let someone else do it <laughs> because that, that's where I'm at this season. You need to get yourself an elite tight end because it's going to give you such a tremendous positional advantage over every other player. Um, it, it will really, really, really help your team. Now, uh, the final position I want to talk about is the quarterback position. And this guy's actually been falling down the draft boards. Uh, but because he is a rushing quarterback, you know, rushing quarterbacks are a cheat code for fantasy production. You don't need to be a good quarterback, but if you're an effective rusher that gets rushing touchdowns, you are going to rank very well for fantasy. And the guy I'm talking about is Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles. He is currently projected at going at ADP 101. So that's like the eighth or ninth round. Um, but his value rank is he is the sixth quarterback as far as projected value goes. I haven't projected with 331 receptions for 3,817 yards and 21 touchdowns, along with 132 rushes for 685 rush yards and seven rushing touchdowns. That gives him 335 points just behind Lamar Jackson, who's another player who is not a good passer, 
but an excellent rusher that's going to get you lots of ground production. And, and again, it's just, it's a cheat code in fantasy. Hurts uh, is better than pure pocket passers like Brady or Tannehill or Rodgers. Um, even guys like Wilson or Herbert who, who do rush the ball, but only at maybe about half the volume or less, um, don't rank as well. That those rushing yards are so valuable, and you know Hertz is surrounded by not a great uh, set of receivers, um, so he's going to be mostly relying on his feet and the ground game, short passes, tight end, running back. You know that's what he's gonna. That's where he's going to make his money. But it's going to be like those rushing touchdowns on the goal line that he's going to get. It makes him super super valuable, and the fact that you can get someone like that in the ninth round is absolutely fantastic that is that is such a steal and uh, you should take advantage of it uh, whenever you can for this fantasy season so um so anyway that's uh that's where i'm at so that's where the value lies so obviously the players you can wait on the longest to start filling up your roster with are the wide receivers in fact rounds four through eight are so tremendous for wide receivers, there's so much great value in those rounds. And then you can still pick up a couple of decent wide receivers in the ninth round, in the tenth round, if you want to go that late as well. Um, it is not difficult to find good, productive wide receivers for your fantasy team. It is very, very difficult for tight ends. And it is uh, almost as difficult for running backs but for, for quarterbacks and for wide receivers, you're going to find the value late. There's plenty of great value available late. So that's what you need to know. So what do you think about this? Who are some players that you're interested in? And do they offer good value at where you're going to have to take them? That's the most important question. So leave a message down below. Hit that like button. Subscribe, please. And I will talk to you next time. Have a great fantasy day, everybody.